I'm Janelle Hosking and you beautiful are here to get confident. No more self-doubt, no more overthinking, no more what ifs. I'm helping you grow your confidence so you can live a fulfilled life. Welcome to the show. Kia ora beautiful and welcome to episode 55 of the Get Confident podcast. It's a new year and if you haven't already, most likely you are going to be heading back to work very soon. Now I love helping you to have a fulfilling life and that stands for your whole life, not just your life outside of work and that is why for the next wee while I am really focusing on helping you to create more joy and more fulfillment within your career. So this episode today is helping you to upgrade your career confidence. I have got five practical and tangible ways that you can upgrade your confidence in the workplace so that, you know, instead of having this overwhelming sense of oh my gosh, I'm going back to work on Monday. I really don't want to be there. And I've got that meeting and I need to do this. Instead of feeling like that and letting that kind of ruin your weekend or maybe worse, ruin your life, we're going to get you to the point where you are actually excited to be spending time at work because it really is a trade-off, right? We, We have to work. Well, some of us don't have to, but a lot of us do have to work because we have bills to pay. You might have a mortgage. You might have children that you are raising. And from what I've heard, they are not cheap. So, you know, we can't all not work. Some of us have to, and there is absolutely nothing wrong with that. My thing is if you are one of these people who gets to work, then why not enjoy it? And why not actually make the most of this time and really use it to your own advantage. So that is what today's episode is going to be about. And one of my favorite quotes is 1% better every single day. It's this concept that you can improve your life 1% better just each day. So what that means is that by the end of the year, if you have had this mantra and if you've taken on this quote of 1% better every single day, by the end of the year, you will be 3 65% better because you're 1% better every single day. So this is a really cool concept that I want you to use this lens throughout today's episode as I'm sharing each of these ideas with you on how you can really create career confidence. You don't have to do all of it at once. You can do it 1% better every single day and even just focus on one step at a time. Now, if you want support with any of these steps, or maybe you want some accountability on your own career progression or career confidence journey, my coaching program, Career Confident Now, is open and I have a few places left. So this program is for you if you want to create more fulfillment in your career. You want to learn how you can systemize your day activities, which frees up time for either more fun projects within the workplace, or it's going to give you some free time to do something else not work-related. Check. Also, uh, if you want to change careers, you might be realizing, hey, actually, I want to go and do something different. You might have a lot of fears, a lot of resistance, a lot of self-doubt around that, and you need some support. Check. I can help with that. And maybe you might want to 
start your own business. I can help you with that as well. I literally worked in a company that helped people to start and grow their own businesses. I worked with them for around four years. Um, And so long story short, I love business. I love people. I love confidence. So I can help you with those things relating to helping you to progress further within your career and whatever that looks like to you. I know not everybody is a career focused person. I'm focusing on increasing my career. My career is the most important thing in life. I understand that. And that's not what this program is about. I'm not trying to talk to you like your career is the most important thing in your life. But I have this belief that we spend a lot of time at work, right? So we need to enjoy it. In my eyes, anyway, we need to enjoy enjoy it or we need to be able to take enjoyment from it. My own career started when I was 17 years old. So I've already been working full-time for over 10 years and I left school at the end of year 12, which was disgusting to my family and to a lot of my friends as well. Within 12 months, I had gone from working on a small regional radio station to moving my way up the ranks, you could say, heading to Auckland where I was around the network, like Auckland in terms of New Zealand and radio. It's a mix between Auckland and Christchurch, but mostly Auckland. That is where, you know, you've made it in radio if you can make it there. And it was there that I realized my dream at the time of becoming a radio presenter. Now, there are thousands of people around the country that want this. Thousands. And there are so many different educational um, places that can teach you about radio. There are lots. So there are hundreds of people learning radio every single year. There are thousands of people wanting jobs on the radio. But there's probably only about 50 roles and they barely ever need filling. So when I realized this dream that I wanted to be one of these people who was going to be fighting for these roles on radio... I knew that I needed to work really smart and strategic about how I could make this a reality. And what I did first was I got myself onto those network stations. I was an announcer on The Edge. I was an announcer on MyFM and I was an announcer on MoreFM. And this was all part-time, right, within my full-time role or I guess on top of my full-time role. And then what that allowed me to do is to get in front of all the right people. And from there, I interviewed for a full-time breakfast host position that was down in Palmerston North. Now, this might have been a bit weird moving from Auckland, where it's the best, down to Palmerston North. But the thing is, in Auckland, I could only get one-off shifts here and there on a range of different stations. Whereas I wanted the consistency to really grow my craft. And so I interviewed for this position down in Palmy. It was a three-person show. So technically, not even technically, literally, it was a really good show to be on. And, you know, none of this was by accident. All of it was intentional. I made every single decision. I knew I had to do X to get to Y. And at the same time as I was doing all of this, I started my very first business. And I then studied my coaching, which has led me on to this business, this podcast, this career that I'm sharing with you. And the reason why I'm telling you all of this is because you can get really far in 
a really short amount of time if you have a plan or if you have some kind of strategy. Now, I have experience, knowledge, and skills that I love sharing with you on this podcast. Every single episode gives you so much value that you can really take into your life and you can make changes. And today you're going to be hearing five ways that you can absolutely work on and help you to bring your career into the place where you want it to be, whether that is, you know, full steam, I'm focusing on growing my career, or I want to be able to relax my career a little bit so I could spend more time at home, but I don't really know how to make that work and I don't want to go down in income, all those things. I can help you with that. And Career Confident Now is the easiest way for women to remove overwhelm. Of like, what am I doing? Where am I going? Release those fears and all of that self-doubt of, well, I can't change industries. I'm in my 40s. That's impossible. You know, I, I don't want to go backwards. And help you to create career fulfillment in less than 90 days. You will get step-by-step guidance from me. And whether we decide to work together or not, because there is a, um, I guess, a criteria that I go through because I want to make sure that I can help you the best and also that you're going to be a good client for me, you know, it works both ways. What we do is we have a call together and on this call, you will get your own custom roadmap, which gives you your next steps to progress forward in the area that you're wanting to go within your career. So even if it ends up being that we don't work together, you still get that roadmap session. It's worth $97. Now, if you are a little bit curious or full-blown, I want this, I need Janelle's help with my career this year then click the link in the description below, book your call with me and let's make this happen. Now, something I just want to say quickly is when you click that link, it's going to make it look like I've got a lot of time available for calls. Now, that is just how the system works in terms of the calendar booking system that I use. But as soon as I get to four calls per week, my calendar is booked out. So when you click that link, it may look like I've got lots of time available and why would I want to book with her? She's not doing well. Clearly, she's got all this time available. That is not correct. I just like to make sure that I am flexible within whatever time fits in with you. And as soon as I have four people book calls with me, done. You can't get in with me until next week. And I actually only have a few client spots available anyway. So pretty soon I will be closing off that calendar. So long story short, if you are interested at all, click that link. And either way, you're still going to get amazing value from this episode. Okay, so let's get into it. Five ways that you can grow your career confidence in 2023 and beyond. Number one, know why you are there. Why are you at this job? Why do you give your time, whether that's part-time, 20-ish hours per week, or full-time, 40 hours per week? Why? What do you get out of this other than the money? Now, it might just be the money that you get, but is there anything else that you can come up with or draw from? You're there because you want to climb the ladder. You want to get a promotion. You know, it's a stepping stone for you. You're there because you have a plan to move forward. And this is like 
this is a job for you and it's nowhere near where you want to be, but you're not quite sure how you can actually make that jump over there. Know your why of why you are there. And that why can drive you, right? I say, I've said this in so many different episodes, the things that relate to your life and helping you to get confident in your life also are really, really similar, if not the same for your career too. So know why you are there, why you in this workplace and why you trading all of your time to be there, because that's what you're doing, right? Instead of spending time with your loved ones, your friends, your family, maybe with your pets, your dog, whatever it is that makes you happy, you are trading that by working at your job to get money to pay your bills, okay? Know why you're there and let that drive you. Let that drive your work ethic and your decisions as well. The next thing is that attitude is everything. I have a client who went from crying every single day before work because she felt like she was failing at work, right? And she went from that to getting a promotion that came with a pay rise. Within six weeks of her and I working together. So she was a brand new client and she came to me because she couldn't stop crying every day before work and felt like this failure. But within this six weeks of her and I working together, she was able to turn that around, get herself a promotion that came with this pay rise. And this is because of her attitude, her attitude towards work changed because she was on the mindset of, um, having a manager who didn't support her, didn't give her guidance, didn't help her. Whereas I taught her, well, actually, it's up to you in a way to to demand or to train your manager to give that to you. And so there's actually a whole episode on it. I will have a look-see and I will leave the description in the link below so you can go and listen to this particular episode all about this one client and how she was able to change this dynamic between her and her manager within her career. And go have a listen to that one if this sounds really interesting to you or like something that you know you need to do as well. But the biggest thing around this whole attitude is to stop thinking about what others can do for you and start thinking about what you can do for them. Or in a flip flip term of that is rather than blaming, take responsibility. You know, so if you feel like you're always lifting the weight for your coworker over there because they never do anything, well, why don't you just wear that and own that and take responsibility for that? And if you actually have a real issue with it, go and do something about it, right? But your attitude matters. For instance, if you know that you want to change the system, right? You're working in a in a company within an organization or within a sector of an industry and you really want to change that system. Well, you know what? You need to start being solutions focused and you need to have a positive, can-do, determined attitude. You want a promotion? Well, you likely need to become the yes person within your workplace, but you need to be smart about it, right? So this is where your attitude is everything. Tip number three, challenge yourself. Do something out of character for you. Do you, are you the coworker who shows up to meetings, but just sits there silently? You might actually have this, um, 
body uh what is it like posture of sitting backwards and not really being engaged like you're quite disengaged from the conversation if you're doing something out of character if you are challenging yourself why don't you speak in that meeting if you are the person who always shows up either bang on time or a few minutes late for work challenge yourself show up early Another way you can challenge yourself is if you are the person who kind of the example I referenced before, you take on everything, you do other people's work, or maybe you're in a management role and you're supposed to be delegating, but you don't challenge yourself and delegate it out. Okay. Another way you can challenge yourself is to put your hand up for a new project. This is going to look really great if you know Going back to your why from our first step, if you know that you're wanting a promotion or you're wanting to climb the ladder, putting your hand up for um, extra work, I suppose, or bigger, more intense projects, that is going to help you to make that a reality. And the last idea of how you can challenge yourself is be open to trying new things. People will notice this. And this goes hand in hand with your attitude and also hand in hand with your why. Even if the only thing you take from this episode today, aside from booking a call with me, (laughs) is to be open to trying new things. And this in a way becomes your mantra for this year within work and your life. This is going to push you so far forward because you're just open. You're not closed off. You're not just showing up and kind of blending in you're actually standing out because you're saying you know what (laughs) the idea of that really scares me but hey I'm this year I'm open to trying new things so let's let's do it the next thing is to identify any of your fears and your worries within your professional life Because what you can do is you can turn these fears into ration or irrational. So you can, I love doing this. You can really coach yourself here. Okay. And this is what I would do with clients too. And this is what I did with my client, my client who cried every single day because she felt like she wasn't good enough. I helped her to irrationalize how she was behaving because she felt like she wasn't good enough. And I said to her, well, you know what? The reality is if you're not good enough, someone's probably going to tell you that you're not good enough. Is that not correct? Yes, it was very correct. And even just that one little statement of making this fear into something that was so irrational that, hey, that's not at all true was able to help her change her attitude, was able to help her being open to trying new things, which then resulted in a promotion and a pay rise. So you get what I'm saying here? Turn these fears into ration or irrational. And you can do something about both of these, right? So I had another client who was scared. Um, She worked in healthcare and she really didn't want to get another fax around the COVID restrictions, but being in healthcare, it was still, you know, part of the regulations. And so I believe that that is rational. That is something that she does not want to do, 
right? And you can't tell a person that that is irrational. That is very, very rational. So what's happened here is I've helped this client to be able to leave that job because no matter what, she had to fit within the rules and she didn't want to. So what do you do? Okay, you need to go look elsewhere. So right now, the beauty with this client is that she's looking at a mix of both running her own business and selling some products of these beautiful things that she makes and also having a job that doesn't have restrictions that still fits within her life. She has young kids. So that came from identifying these fears and rationalizing versus irrationalizing. So the first example around the client that cries before work because she doesn't think she's good enough, that was irrational. That was not true. Whereas with this client here, that is her own personal thing. You know, you can't tell somebody that's irrational. She just didn't want to do it. Okay. And that's fine. You can't force a person to change their mind. Well, I mean, you can, but you don't want to, and you shouldn't have to let a person live their own life. Okay. So for me, I used to worry every single day that I was going to get caught out for not being what I said I was when I was interviewed for the job. Now, this was because the company that I was working for at the time, they ran kind of like a nonprofit. And so to have staff members, their staff had to bring in money and make money for the company. And what was interesting is that I made money for the company. I grew the, I guess, the portfolios that I looked after a lot. But I think the thing is, I wasn't really challenged at work or I wasn't challenging myself at work. And so I quite often would go to work and just twiddle my thumbs, right? Like I made money, that was easy. But then I had nothing else to do for the rest of the time. And so that's where I got into my head and told myself that I was about to be sat down and be asked to leave because I'm not doing my job. Whereas I was doing my job. I just didn't need 40 hours a week to do it, you know? And so I was able to tell myself, hey, this is really irrational. And how can I let this fuel me to push further or to learn more? And so instead what I did is I took that time where I was twiddling my thumbs and I thought, you know, what do I really want on my own CV or what kind of experience do I want that's going to help push me forward? And so what I did is I started spending a lot more of my time coaching clients within that company on how to start and to grow their own businesses because I knew that when I go and work for myself one day, that's what I want to do. I want to help people to believe that they can do anything they want in life. And if you want to start your own business, hey, you can do it and I'm going to help you. So instead of twiddling my thumbs, doing nothing with this extra time that I had, I was actually filling the time learning something that I knew would help me in my own career moving forward, okay? And that came from identifying my fears, this fear of being worried that I was going to get caught out. So you can see that, just by writing down a list of all the things that you're scared of within your job and asking yourself, is this rational or is this irrational? And what can I do about it both ways, right? That is enough to be able to help you to see very clearly and identify gaps or areas where you can be better 
and what's not to love about that. The last piece of advice I have for you on the ways that you can upgrade your career confidence today is to be prepared. The amount of times (laughs) that I have been caught out for not being fully prepared is the worst, right? And I know that sometimes it's fun to think that you can fake it till you make it or it's fun to leave things to the last minute and you work really good under pressure. But can you just imagine for a second how much better or how further, faster you could have gotten in your career if you had have been prepared? And when I just think about this concept, I'm like nodding my head right now because there are so many times in my life where professionally things could have been a lot different if I had have been prepared. I genuinely did almost get fired from a job because I was just showing up and I was pretty much like a zombie there. I I showed up, I did the bare minimum to do what I had to do and then leave. And I wasn't at all prepared and I didn't care about being prepared. But that taught me a lot. Mostly don't do stuff you don't enjoy. I really hated that job and I shouldn't have been there, right? And that, But that was good because that was my warning or my um, realization of, hey, Janelle, this is not for you. You need to leave. So for me, that ended up being really good. But still, it taught me about um, being prepared. And if you care about something, why would you not want to make it the best it could possibly be? This has even happened to me within the past year around my women's circles right? I do women's circles every single month and um, I would be promoting my women's circles and I got a little bit sad thinking, oh, like I've only got two ladies. Like why do I only have two ladies? And then I would talk to myself because I love coaching myself and say, Janelle, you haven't even prepared the outline. You actually don't even know yet what you're talking about. So of course you've only got two people because you're just saying, hey, come to my woman's circle. You're not actually going into depth about anything. People can, I guess, get excited or what people are going to get out of it. What benefits will they get? Because you haven't even prepared it. So that there was an amazing reminder for me to Janelle, before you start promoting things, prepare have your outline, know the theme, know what you're going to talk about, and that will actually help make the rest of it easier for you. So how can you be more prepared? Just quickly, you can look ahead at what is coming, you know, maybe on a Monday morning, see what have I got on this week, even better do it on a Friday. What have I got on next week? Have a look at all of those things and then put time in your calendar to go through and prepare, you know, um, Check the notes from last week's meeting. Was there any actions that I had to do? Make sure that I've done those actions. Get that in your calendar. Make time to update or write any proposals. Schedule time to check out client notes before client sessions so that you can be prepared or create workshop outlines however many days or weeks before the event. Those kind of things. There are so many different ways that you can be prepared. Another way is if you are networking or if you're meeting new people, 
can you go and find out a little bit about them? I love doing this and I've actually got a meeting coming up at the end of this week, this week, sorry, in Rotorua and I'm meeting with five people who I've never met before, but I have all of their names and emails. So I went on LinkedIn and I checked them all out. <laughs> so I know when I meet them, I guess where they work and a little bit about them, them as people um, so that I can make better chat and form a better relationship, which in turn could, you know, create better opportunities for me and for the work that I'm doing within the world. So being prepared is really, really helpful. There is one time though where this where this really didn't work for me because I booked a meeting with somebody up in Auckland and I stalked them on LinkedIn and they had a gender neutral name. And in their LinkedIn profile, it was a couple, like a male and a female. And so I instantly looked at the female and I got her face in my head. So when I went to meet her at a cafe and I walked in, it was a really, really busy cafe. And I walked around the whole cafe and I was like, oh my gosh, where is she? I can't see her anywhere. And then I looked up and there was this person looking at me really strangely, a male. And I was like, oh, that's weird. I wonder why they're looking at me. And then I walked out of the cafe and I sent this person a message being like, hey, I'm here. Are you late? Da, da, da. To which they replied, said, yeah, I'm sitting at this table over here. And I thought, okay, okay, weird. Went back in, walked over to that table. And it was the guy who was staring at me, who evidently was the male in this LinkedIn profile photo. So just double check when you're doing that, <laughs> that you're not going to um, be stuck on the image in your mind that you have of a person in case that's not actually how they look, or they may not actually be who you thought they were. So a fun little story there for you to end today's episode. So there you have it, beautiful lady. That is five ways you can create career confidence in 2023. Here we go. Know why you're here. Attitude is everything. Challenge yourself. Identify your fears and your worries within your professional life. And then the next step is to turn those into rational or irrational. And the last one is be prepared. Those are seriously five ways that you can really transform your professional life and take those tools with you moving forward. Like I said, 1% better every single day. So just choose one of these tips. And really bring that into your awareness, focus on that for the next few weeks or few months, and then move on to the next tip as well. You don't have to do all of it at once. And again, don't forget, click the link in the description below so that you can come and get your career confidence roadmap with me where we map out your journey over the next few months of how you are going to progress in your career. It is free. Uh, like I said, there's only four of those per week. So get in quickly. I hope you have enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much for listening. I can't wait to hear how you progress your own career in 2023. It is going to be epic. Have an amazing week and I will catch you back for episode 56 very soon.